Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Boyce took the goal from inside the Collingwood by a point. Lockyer brings it in. Ryder sandwich between two pies. Back of the Packers, Windelick. Quick handball to Hocking. Back to Lovett Murray. He goes short. It's a mark to Zaharakis. Zaharakis has kicked the goal. The Bombers are in front of the G. Guys, the AFL preseason is here. Just a tick over 60 days until the first ball is bounced for the upcoming AFL season. Skitty, what have we got in store today? Oh, Michael, today we'll be going through some of our way too early pods, uh, early teams, sorry, picking out some of the pods that we think will benefit your side and also be going into how to navigate the tricky buy rounds. Horsey boy, let's get to it. Do it. Welcome to the Ultimate Super Coach and Fantasy Sports Show. You are now listening to the Insight Fantasy Sports Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Insight AFL Show. I'm your host, the Supercoach Big Horse, and here with me is my co-host for the upcoming AFL season, Filthy IFS, Jake Skidmore. How's your off-season been, brother? G'day, Mickey Dell. It's uh, oh mate, it's good to be back. I tell you that much. Um, yeah, off-season uh, has been good. I uh, like to say that it's been. Pretty much like the uh, Melbourne mid, like a Melbourne midfielder. Um, but I'll give you a hop tip. Um, I don't know how to cook pasta. I didn't have a kid, so you be the judge of how my off season went. I'm pretty sure it's pretty obvious now, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. You rev trips. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For those of you at home, we'll allow you to stick that one with your imagination. But before we <laughs> kick off today's show, we want to encourage everyone to jump into our Discord. Insight Premium is coming your way very, very soon. We're less For less than a dollar a fortnight, you'll get access to everything we do, our insights, our trades, our captains, and exclusive premium Q&A every round of Supercoach and some other cool perks as well. Entry to Discord, of course, is still free if you wanted to get in with the community and talk Supercoach and fantasy sport. So make sure you all join. 
And just as a bit of a side note to that, our MBL Supercoach community team is currently sitting 150th overall and our BBL Supercoach team is currently sitting 62nd overall. So there's a lot of people that know their stuff in our Discord at the moment that, um, yeah, they're making us look really good, aren't they? Mm. Bloody oath, mate. I mean, shit, that numbers don't lie about that. And, uh, no, you and uh, you and Braino over on the uh, on the BBL, absolutely doing a cracking job. And then uh, the other NBL boys, again, just unbelievable. The community is sensational. Um, yeah, you boys have got to get into our Discord. And this year, me and Mickey are going to be doing the same for the AFL. So we're going to be making that cash for everybody. Yes, sir, we will be. And, guys, as we said earlier, we're getting into our team, so let's get stuck into our way-too-early teams for the mm. season that will be 2024. So Skitty's team is going to be brought to you by the Standard Squeeze. If you've ever smashed a bottle of spirits and you're out fishing or camping, you know the frustration. You don't have to suffer anymore with the Standard Squeeze. They're made of food-grade quality plastic to ensure that they're not only unbreakable but they store perfectly in the fridge or the cupboard. They're also super lightweight to ensure they don't weigh you down in your bag when you're going away also. They come in multiple sizes and pour the perfect 30ml shot. Head over to thestandardsqueeze.com and use the code INSIGHT15 to get yourself 15% off everything in store. And that's just not the product. You get apparel, you get hats, you get jumpers, you get shirts, ripper product, and they've been sponsoring us since day one. So support those that support us. Once we get our Unlimited League going as well, we'll post it to our socials and in our Discord and we'll be free to join. Being a part of this league means that you're in with a chance to win our Standard Squeeze pack. Thanks to the guys at the Standard Squeeze, that was we just mentioned, valued at over $80. So for something that costs you nothing to go in and your chance to win prizes each week, it's a bit of a no-brainer, isn't it, Skitty? Oh, mate, that's that's sensational. The Standard Squeeze, God, they're good. I mean, I know they've been with us for day one, but I can't tell you how good these blokes are like the hat sensational i still wear i like i wear this stuff out anywhere and their products just the standard squeeze squeezy squeezy squeezies is what i like to call them and the four-in-one cups oh mate oh i look like an absolute king bringing that around to my family because they're just like heck was this great gifts oh perfect yeah their their clothing too raises me from a solid two to a four and a half so i don't mind it either but Let's get stuck into this, mate. <laughs> this is this is Skitty's way too early team here yeah. that we have on the screen here. Uh, as you'll see, if you're watching on YouTube, you'll see a bit of a picture here. We've managed to fit the whole team into one screen. For those of you listening on audio, we'll be able to just decipher what we've got here as we go. But Skitty, you want to start with your your back six of who you've got starting on field and why you've chosen them there. Love to, Mickle, but also, too, if you are just listening on audio, feel free to come on over to YouTube, see our gorgeous faces, you know. We're not going to bite you or anything like that. We get You get to see it all on the screen. You get to see us, you know. that's You get to see my shit curtains. Um, you get to see everything. So, you know, come on over. But thank you for listening along anyway. Defender-wise, we've got Nikki Dacos, James Sicily. They're the two primos that I'm going for this year. I think it's pretty safe to say Dacos was bloody reliable every single time that um, he was on the on the footy field. You know, he only got injured at that last little bit of the season. He was the uh, he was the number one uh, averaging defender last year um, with 116.3 per game, um, mm -hmm. closely followed by uh, Dawson. I don't believe Dawson had. Defender eligibility at the moment. So he doesn't. No. Um, 
Hence why I've gone for Sis. I'm happy to go for the big money there. I think the Hawks are going to be able to be a bit more, um, bit more fluent with the ball movement. <clears throat> but Sis has always been able to generate the big numbers. Um, mm-hmm. Salem was my in the middle kind of price uh, kind of player. I just think he's going to have a bit of a bounce back. He was injury ridden last year. Um, I I think he can fit straight back in on that halfback flank, and he's just mm-hmm. going to do what they need to do at the days. Dan Brazier, that's a flyer. It's a good price for someone um, coming from Essendon over to Hawthorne. I think he can get in the best 22 there. Uh, I've gone Zachy Williams. Um, look, that is way too cheap for a man how good he is. I know there's a bit of worry about coming back off the ACL, but he is a he is a dynamite player off that Carlton halfback um, when he's right. And then Coffield just coming over from St Kilda, way too cheap. I'm banging in on that, mate. Um, uh, yeah, that's a starting six, mate. What are your thoughts, though? Yeah, I don't mind that, mate. Bit of a flyer on Christian Salem. We know he likes to use the ball by foot, and he's quite efficient by foot as well. If he can keep his body right, that's pretty cheap for Christian Salem. But mm. I really like your Massimo D'Ambrosio pick. I've got him in my side as well, which we'll get into a bit later on. But I don't know. I'm an Essendon supporter. I don't know why he wasn't picked as much at Essendon as what I envision him being picked at Hawthorne. Um, I suppose it was because he couldn't defend that well, but when you look at Essendon's team, no one could fucking defend that well. So <laughs> when you got some, when you got someone that's as good by foot as what he is, and Hawthorne's going to be concentrating on youth, I reckon he's going to be a mainstay in their back line. Just that running, generating, kick-out machine, you know. They chip the ball oh, across yep. the back line. I, I really like it. Zach Williams and Nick Caulfield. Zach Williams coming off two knees. If he keeps his body right, he's been priced it in the 500s before. That's cheap. Mm-hmm. And Caulfield as well. People, I think, are underestimating Caulfield here, but he's ha- he's got AFL pre-seasons into him. He's, I think he's four or five years old when we're talking about pre-seasons. The man, if he keeps his body right, he will slot straight into the halfback line, if not the wing there mm-hmm. at the Western Bulldogs, and will prove to be value for money. See, I agree with you there. I'm I, I don't know if Caulfield's gonna be in that back line. Like, you know, they need help as a like a big tall defender. But you know, they got Daniel, they got Dale, uh, Jeray. So I feel like he's just kind of gonna be that interchange player that kind of like swaps between every position and just kind of is like a Swiss Swiss army knife kind of player of like half forward, half back wing, that kind of position. So um yeah, I'm I mean, I'll I'll still have a swing at him. For 123k, that's that's easy there it's for me, dirt mate. Cheap. But yeah. you just said as well on D'Ambrosio, do you reckon he will play defence for Hawthorne? Because didn't he yes. play – am I stupid or did he play forward for Essendon? No, he was playing back. Was he? Oh, I swear yeah. he kicked a goal. And then snuck, he, I, he, he kicked goals. Yeah, he did. But yeah, right he was working his way up from the back line. But they had him playing okay. back line and in the back half because of his ability to hit targets and his good use ah. by foot. I, I don't like that we've gotten rid of him. I think that's going to come back to bite us on the ass. But anyway, as we can see there, you've got Dan Curtin <laughs> and McCabe on your bench. I think uh, Dan Curtin will probably be that third man up for for Adelaide. They're training him in that role at the moment mm-hmm. uh, since we've seen old mate Dodie, Doday, however you want to say it, <laughs> on his way to Brisbane. Oh, I think that's value for money there too. And there were yep. clubs clambering to try and get that pick during the draft, we saw Essendon were making calls, North Melbourne were making calls, but Adelaide swooped and picked him up, and I think he's going to be a very good player for years to come. 
I agree. I think as well that at one seventy five, I'm happy to take the swing on that as well. And then um, McCabe, I um, mate, that is insurance for a big body defender. A if Frost, if they're pissed off with how Frost kicks, because we know that he doesn't, he doesn't know where he's kicking. He just slams it on the boot, or if Sicily yep. gets reported, because that is a very, very likely situation. Also, so yep. insurance, bit of backup. He can hopefully get me some coin. We'll see how that goes. I'm actually surprised, mate, that you being a North Melbourne man, you don't have Toby Pink in there at the moment. Um, you know, I love the old two in the pink, one in the stink, but no, I, I'm I'm not sure where North's going to go yet. This is the thing. This is why it's a way too early team. I don't know yep. if they're going to put the full faith in pink, if they're going to have Biggie, if they're going to do um, core just down. Oh, core's injured now as well, actually. Bloody hell. Um, I guess it's going to have to be pink, but this was before the core injury. So um, I'll see how preseason goes. I want to see how they line it up there. Um, but if I know, I normally stay away from key backs, but um, mm-hmm. if he, I think he's only at like a hundred and he's probably at 123. Really? Okay. Well mm-hmm. then I'd probably, I would probably substitute him for McKay. There we go. So that's your backs. Let's, let's get stuck into your mints, mate. Oh, yeah, mate. Now, nah, look, um, I'm pretty sure this bloke's going to be in every single person's team. He had uh, the most points last year and the highest average, and that's obviously Marcus Bontempelli, robbed of the Brownlow. We're all going to – we all know it. It's okay. We all know. Mm-hmm. But, yes, Bontempelli, I don't care that that's his price tag. I'm still backing in. Bont, that's fine by me. I'm going track. I did do that when that Clary bullshit was still all going on, but I still feel like track's going to be so influential to that Melbourne team with or without Clary. Um, you know, I had to do it. LDU, that was the first pick straight in there, mate. If he can keep his body right, yeah, if he can keep his body right, mate, he was, let me just check averages. Um, so he averaged 113 last year. So that sits him at about, that sit him at 15th last year. Uh, it's a good, I mean, it might be a little bit high, but I don't give a stuff. He was obviously going into my team. Um, so we had, no dramas there. Um, look, I'm, am I scared about the injuries? I don't think so. His preseason's been a little like his preseason's been really, really good. He looks good. All reports from North are saying that he's good. Um, so I'm yep. not scared um, of the injury worries or anything like that. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely not as scared as the uh, police force probably were when Collingwood won the flag. <laughs> Jesus Christ, wouldn't that have been a worry? Uh, <laughs> and then um, John Newcomb. Um, he's been on me radar for a long time because uh, shout out Robbie Kennedy, the Supercoach Hawk, who used to be on here and hopefully mm-hmm. still will be sometimes. But um, he always said, keep an eye on Newcomb, keep an eye on Newcomb. And geez, did he not have a blinder uh, second half of the year last year. So mm-hmm. um, I'm happy to take him. I think he's going to step up and be the number one mid. I've got Nicky Martin. Um, he really, really impresses me on how he plays. I think he's so good with the football in hand and Essen would be dumb as dog shit to not continue to feed him the ball. Um, I know you've got the ball magnets there with Parrish and Merritt, but Martin is so good with the footy, can find the goals. He's just got so <laughs> such good positioning and such good instincts. Um, yeah, happy with that. This is If he's not – Harley Reid, if he is not in every single super coach person's team in round one, then I don't know what you're doing because he's a jet. West Coast need him more than anything, and he's obviously going to keep playing. So Harley's in. Uh, Colby McKercher as well. Um, he's going to be in North's starting side. I think he'll probably start half 
forward, maybe bench or something like that, and then come off and play that. But again, silky smooth with the footy, got a great engine. Um, yeah, really, really good. So um, I'm happy taking Colby in there. And then uh, Riley Sanders as well. Um, absolute gun. Um, I don't know where he fits into the Bulldogs lineup, but this kid was just racking up stats. I'm pretty sure he averaged like 32 or something like that um, mm-hmm. coming up in the youngins. So um, it'd be like, I've got to take, you have to take that swing on Sanders. Um, he's just, he can do, like he can go forward. He's got good enough foot skills to play back. He's got an amazing engine. He's in and under. Yeah, it's, um, I'm having a swing on it and I'll hold him for a bit, but uh, that's where I'm kind of leaning to for my mids to start with. I may have gone a bit mid-heavy, but again, this is way too early. We haven't seen preseason yet, but I'm going to have a couple of swings before I go. Absolutely. Not like that. I really like the fact that you've got Riley Sanders there, given that Bailey Smith's done his ACL. Yep. I reckon he's just going to slot straight into the Bailey Smith role. Uh, and we've seen Jack McRae sort of starting to slow down a little bit. The body, the the body of work that he's done for the previous, what, 10 years and the model of consistency that he has been, I think it's just time that he sort of moves on to a permanent forward flank role and let a young bull like Sanders just get to work in there. Talk yeah. to me about your rucks, mate. No, I just quickly on McRae, I agree 100%, but geez, he's just he just looks out of place, doesn't he? Just bit, yeah. very much out of place. But yeah, it's it's interesting to see where they go with with that um with a sniffle roll. Um because yeah, it could be Sanders, could be Caulfield. Um don't know. Mm. They have a, a shitload of mids that can fill that role. But um oh yeah, sorry. And quickly bench. I went Darcy Wilson from St. Kilda, um, Stevens from Hawthorne and Harry Dim uh, is it Dematia? I think it's Dematia from Collingwood. Dematia. Um yep. Dematia. All right, sorry, sorry, Mr. Italian. I'll let you handle the pronunciation. <laughs> um, yeah, I went those three. Literally, that is upside swings because I didn't have a lot of money, but you never know. Demadia couldn't, he can show something, get into Collingwood. I think Wilson will get into St. Kilda. I believe he will be in the starting twin too. That run is pretty much equivalent to um, um, what's the speedster from Carlton with the mullet that runs all the bloody time? On the wing? Uh, yeah, you'll have to Ollie? get back to me. Ollie, Ollie, Ollie Holland? Hollands. Hollands, yep. Yeah, yeah. He, he's pre- Darcy Wilson's. he's like he's like that. He's got that engine that can just run out the whole game. So I think St. Kilda have okay. to kind of play him. And okay. I think he'll just at least be able to get the price up because, yeah, they'll have to play him alongside with Hill. But, Rucks, Gorn, Grundy, sweet. Nice, short and sweet. Grundy and Gorn are the boys. I... Think I, I think, and I'm pretty certain I will probably substitute somehow Gorn and get English in because English was unbelievable last year. Um, I don't, I think Grundy's coming in for the bounce back. He doesn't have to worry about being um, Gorn's, you know, lackey and his second fiddle anymore. Um, I think it's all systems <laughs> go Grundy, especially at 480. We've seen him be what almost 700s before, mm-hmm. so. I don't think he's lost that capability in him either. It's just he didn't get enough game time. That's right. Um, yep. Love that. Love that. <laughs> I love love Appreciate I love the jo- the Jordan Sweet, mate. He's yep. he for the last two years, you're a Victorian boy as well. He's uh-huh. been the best ruckman in the VFL for the last couple of years alongside Naismith, who we'll talk mm-hmm. about later. Mm-hmm. I reckon he's near on going to get that ruck job at Port Adelaide. He's a monster of a man. 
I think there is a very good chance. So I think this is like, um, what's the big bastard from JWS um, who just shot up the ranks uh, last year? Oh, no, no, you're talking bastard. not Flynn. Um, oh, what's he? Briggs, Kieran Briggs. Briggsy, yeah. I think this could be a Briggsy kind of situation here, mate. Sweet is sweets the shit. I'll tell you that much right now. So I'm, um, yeah, that's why he's there at the moment. I, I'm not worried about loophole. At the moment, I'm just going Beautiful. to back myself and go sweet. Going cash. Yeah, cool. that's Talk it. to me about your forwards, mate. Yeah, mate. Uh, Caleb Daniel, pretty sure is the uh, – I don't know how the hell they got um, forward, but whatever, I'll take it. Um, Love that. I will, yeah, definitely take Caleb Daniel there. I've gone Tay Adams um, just because I think he's going to be the midfielder at Sydney, like the guy there. Um, mm-hmm. He's like – is Mills Mills is still out with his ACL and oh, no, Mills is done for potentially the year. Yeah, right. Yeah, that sucks. So um yeah, Tay Adams, I think we'll just uh, go straight in there. I I didn't realise he was I forgot how injury prone hit they he actually is until you told me just before. And I went, Oh shit, that's actually not a good not a bad point. But I mean, in this when I was thinking, I'm like, that's a low price for Tay Adams. I feel like he can do a lot better than that, but yeah. The injuries do actually now worry me a little bit. Um, and then I went Ginevan. Um, let's just let's just say right now as well. Super coach, give us some more good forwards, mate. They all fucking suck. Oh my mm. god, this was the hardest, mate. I reckon I got Caleb Daniel. I went Dersma. I went Darcy, and I went who the hell else do I pick? But what am I meant to do here? Yeah. But nonetheless, I'll go Ginevan. I'll you know I'll give him a shot. I. Don't think I like it. I don't think he'll be in my team. James Jordan's a bloody interesting one because he was very, it. very good at Melbourne. And I think mm-hmm. he's going to fit straight into that Sydney Swan side and he's going to be a absolute piece for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, too, he's he's already got Grundy, who he already knows. So he's already yep. been rucking off of Grundy. Like, that connection's there. That seems like a, uh, a good one there. Dersma, I mean, I'm not here to suck off Dersma. But I'm going to do it anyway. Mick, he is but. that good. <laughs> but he is that good. I'm telling you. I think he's going to start in north, and I think that price is going to rise and rise and rise. So um, he's a definite for me. And Sean Darcy, I think. I think Sam Darcy. Sam Darcy. Sorry, yeah, not the Ruckman from Freo. Um, maybe. I mean, maybe. I mean, he's at that price. I'm having a swing. That's. That's my best yep. thing for it, I think. Yep. I like right. it. And then um, Gothard, um, great story. Love that. But I, this was my reasoning be- behind picking Gothard, right, Mick? Mm. There's always a reason for everything, right? Right. The Giants would not have reached their ass off for him. He was meant to go pick like 20s, 30s or something like that. And the Giants reached into like pick 12 or whatever it was and picked him. I think they see something with him, and I think they feel like he can really slot into their team straight away. And I think he's going to get playing time. I think he's going to get playing time. Same with uh, Burgess, uh, Chris Burgess from Adelaide. There's a reason why they got him from uh, Gold Coast. I feel like he's. uh, They might be able to play him. Might be able to get him. Especially at that price, you have a swing. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. 
Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Did um, Chris Burgess not win the VFL goal kicking last year? Or Drew? Oh, did he? Or He was up there, wasn't he? Yeah, he was at Gold Coast, wasn't he? Yeah, he was at Gold Coast. Yeah, yeah. he was that. Yeah, um... It was him. It was him and another Gold Coast lad that joint won the um the VFL goal kicking last year. Yeah, he was the um, uh, and he used to be the ruckman when Wits was out and they had no backup ruckman, so Burgess had to That's play right. ruckman even though he was tiny. Yeah, mm. but yeah, so, I think yeah, yeah, could be a go because he's. You know, he's big enough. He's like, um, he's like, um, Bailey Fritch. That's that's how I always see Burgess. He's got like, you know, he's at mid height, but he's fast enough to beat the bigger defenders and taller to beat the smaller defenders. That's how I see Burgess. Yeah, nice. Thanks, well, mate. That is that is the team that is filthy IFS. Keep a lookout on social media, predominantly X, where we'll keep you up to date with all of our changes, what we're doing with our team uh, as the season draws closer. But now it is time for the big horses to reveal his team. So oh, my team is brought to you by Ryan from Astute Newstead. Have you ever wondered what is the best bank or are your current rates too high or is your dream home affordable? Don't wonder anymore. Talk to our good friend Ryan at Astute Newstead who can give you confidential lending assistance with no obligations attached. Don't get pigeonholed into one lender. Ryan specialises in residential home loans with over 50 lenders on panel, including the major banks. The best part, he doesn't charge like other brokers do. Astute Newstead also offers personal vehicle and business loans. So reach out to Ryan at Astute Newstead on 0431 766 784 or email him at ryanh at and use the code INSIGHT to let him know that we've sent you. So let's get into the horses for courses. So my backline, yeah. It's a beautifully um, professionally photographized uh, Ryan Hammond in that photo, isn't it? It's not bad, is it? Yeah, he's done he really, really well. You know, he's got his nice mo. He's got the nice lighting on him and everything. Yeah, Where is he? Yeah, there he look is. At that. yeah. <laughs> That's a real Joe yeah. Danaher spec right there, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is, isn't it? There you go. Beautiful, man. But, Mickey, let's get into your back line, let's mate. What are you thinking so, for? Mate, I've... um. I don't, I don't know whether you call it generic, but I did a little bit of digging and saw, did a bit of research on um, prices and scores from last year, and this is what I've come up with so far. So my back six start with Dacos, Tom Stewart, and Jack Sinclair from St. Kilda. So I've gone three of the five top-scoring backline players from 2023. Uh, Jack Sinclair 
took a little t- bit of time to customize to Rossi Lyon's game plan, but him alongside of Nizia, Wanganin, Malera really took it on the back end of the year and he started scoring really well. Tom Stewart, we've seen in newspapers down here in Victoria, predominantly in the Herald Sun, that he's been training with the midfield group as well. I think that's only going to enhance his scoring ability this year on top of being that awesome intercept defender. Uh, Heath Chapman training with the mids and wings as well at Fremantle. Look for him to get an increase in playing time and an increase in where he's playing with the Frio team this year. There is a sneaky chance that he takes over uh, what's it, Liam Henry's role on the wing since mm-hmm. he's departed. So there's a chance with him and uh, Sharp who we'll talk about shortly, they've been training in that midfield group. <clears throat> okay. Um, I've also got in D'Ambrosio and Williams, both elite users by foot and very cheap. Uh, I've brought in Gibkiss a little bit different to you so far mm. and Caulfield. Gibkiss, there was a story that was run about a week ago where he's gone to, uh, I don't know what country he went to, but he did specialist hamstring training to get his body right and, Okay. He's come out and said that this is the best he's ever felt and he's building a really good base for the upcoming season. We saw when he when he debuted that he looked good, but he just struggled keeping his body together and yeah. you know doing things the right way. Well, not so much doing things the right way, but just week to week with recovery and that. So if he can get his body right, I anticipate that's going to be a nice little cash cow on the back line. Mm. No, I really like how your uh, backline shaped up. I uh, I hadn't heard the Chapman news. I need to get on to Robbie Kennedy um, about that because he normally gives me the WA news. But so there's a good chance that he will be coming into my side. But yeah, really like mm-hmm. the uh, the Tom Stewart, Jack Sinclair. Sinclair ended up being the 14th. He was 14th over the last five rounds, averaging 116. So you are right. He did take a little bit to get into it. I do like the Chapman one as well. I think he's a very, very interesting player. Um, I think he's Mm -hmm. very, very good by the ball and really good with his uh, footwork as well. So I think Fremantle, Fremantle obviously used him a shitload earlier on in his career as well off the halfback. Um, and, yeah, if he's in for a bigger role this, this year, then sign me up because I really like the way he plays. Um, Gipkus as well. Yeah, he looks – he he's had games where you literally sat there and went, holy shit, like this mm. kid could have been their best player on the night defensively. Like he was – and that's saying something coming up against Mick Velasco and um, – and, um, oh, why is he escaping me? Uh, Grimes. Dylan, Dylan Grimes, thank you. I was going to say number two, but yeah. I, knew, I knew I couldn't get away no, with that. Number two. I'm meant, be, I'm meant to be a bloody analyst here. Shit. It's been a while, mate. Off-season's yeah. killing me. Fucking Clary off-seasons. Um, yeah, mate. No, we I'm, love footy. I'm, <laughs> I'm all about it, mate. So, uh, yeah, how about – let's? so midfield, um, there's, there's an interesting one here, mate. So give us through your midfield. I want to hear about it. Yeah, so we've got Bont. Don't need to say anything more. I've got Dawson from Adelaide in. So I did a little bit of research, and Dawson is the number one player in the AFL for kick-to-handball ratio Mm -hmm. and scores very well by foot. He's an elite user by foot, and Mm. I anticipate as Adelaide get better and start sniffing finals that this is only going to increase his and Rory Laird's scoring ability. I think Rory Laird's probably a little bit overpriced at the moment, I think Dawson, he'll hover around this 650 price for the year. I'm sticking with Errol Gordon. He was phenomenal last year. And without Callum Mills in the side, I think that 
he's just going to just keep rolling. Uh, I've got Sam Walsh there as well, which we'll, we'll talk about once we go through the mids here. Sam Walsh has been a very good player for a number of years. Started off last year really slow with that back injury. Worked his way back into it. He was getting a shit ton of the ball, but just wasn't scoring well super coach-wise until the back end of the year where I think it was a game against West Coast where he had 100 super coach points with yep. 10 minutes to go in the second quarter and then yep. hurt himself. Yeah, but then so, you <laughs> Yeah, so that that just yeah. shows that this man, when he's going, can rack it up like nobody else. And with a good preseason under his belt, he'll be one of the top uh, super coach scorers that we have. Cam Guthrie is an interesting one that if you dig into last year's stats, he only played yes. eight games. But mm. before that, a very durable player and has been priced just below 600K in the past. Mm-hmm. I think he's back into it at Geelong this year and they need him to fire for them to be any sort of team this year. McKercher from the Kangas, you've been through him. Riley Saunders, I really oh, like yeah. what his role is going to be without Smith. Uh, Dan Curtin, that third intercepting uh, big in the back line. I've brought in Sharp on my bench. He's just a running machine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harry Dematia. <laughs> Thank you. So, Dematia. Did, did you know that this bloke fielded for, for Australia once upon a time as well? Yeah. Wait, was it fielded for Australia? I thought he was a ball boy at the tennis. No, no, he was nope, a subfielder right. for Australia. Test cricket. Nice. All right. yeah. Good on him. Yeah. Oh, look, he could have been a ball boy as well, but who knows? Yeah, I don't know. But either way, hey, that shows that he's got gene- he's got genes. So he does. He's, he's got it. <laughs> and one that I've got here, Sean Manor. So okay. for those of you that are outside Victoria watching this, Manor kicked six goals for Werribee in last year's losing uh, Werribee Grand Final, and uh, was clearly the best on even in a losing side, and won the the medal for the best on ground in a losing side. So this this man can seriously play. Is he uh, tall forward or small forward? I think he's just that in between hybrid forward, but can do a bit of everything. Right. Can push up into the midfield as well. Yeah, right. So like, a, uh, yeah, okay, no worries at all. Yeah, no, I was. Uh, I, I'm I'm a little iffy on Guthrie. Um, I'm, I just, I just don't know. I, I think it's been fair, um, just cause the last year I've been so disappointed and pissed about, um, Geelong's midfield cause they just mm-hmm. get rolled and didn't matter if it was danger in there or Guthrie in there or whoever was in there, they were just getting absolutely smacked. So, um, I'm a little iffy on Guthrie, but Dawson, big yes, absolutely love uh, Jordan Dawson, massive, massive fan of that. Uh, massive fan of Goulden as well. I'm waiting on Goulden for one reason only. If he pulls out another 180 in the preseason, oh, Mickey, I'm fucking aboard again, mate. <laughs> no. Yeah, um, <laughs> um, Yeah, surprising. No Ollie Wines. That's a bit strange. No. You, mate. Um, <laughs> no, not yet. Not yet. But, yeah, no, I think it's a really, really solid midfield. I think um, – yeah, I, I think this could be a a, uh, a really, really solid midfield. Riley Sanders, obviously, yes. Um, McKerchup, big yes. Curtin, um, I don't even know. He, he didn't have midfield eligibility when I was doing my team, but that's fine. And same as uh, someone in your forward line that has really shocked me, but that's fine. Um, yeah, I think they're all big. Yeah, Sharp, Sharp is the bloke from Gold Coast, correct? Yes. Yes, right. Cool. Okay, yeah, running machine, big yes on that yeah, as well. That's a 
that's a really good swing. I actually, I really like that one. I will probably um, have a swing at him as well. Also, uh, taking out someone in my mid because uh, yeah, he's got it. For those of yeah, for those of you that are wondering why Sharp didn't play last year, he already knew that he was on his way out. The coaches' staff mm-hmm. already knew that he was on his way out. They were just biding time. The trade fell yep. through. He couldn't get across, and it was basically just a done deal that he was leaving. So, hence why he stayed in the twos and averaged nearly 30 touches for the year. So, yeah. I, th- I think you'll see on the big wide spaces of Optus Stadium over there in Perth, he will play Ooh. a lot of wing there. Man, he's going to face. He's going to love that. But yeah. speaking of feasting, it's rock time, baby. Let Let's us hear it. it. Timmy English and Brody Grundy. Ooh, Need yes, I say anything uh... more? Timmy English probably. No, not probably will be the number one ruckman in the competition this year. I've got no doubt about it. Uh, Brody Grundy, we know what he's like. Smaller ground to SCG, but he'll be the lone ruckman. And you know what? They might run with Hayden McLean to give him a chop out occasionally, but Hayden McLean's quite good as a big forward. Him and Joel Armadi up there <coughs> will probably share that along with McDonald, which will allow Grundy to ruck 80 to 85% of the game. So. Yep. There's, there's money to be made there and some huge scores to be out of Grundy. I picked Sam Naismith for now, but it's probably going to be Jordan Sweet, um, purely because I forgot about Jordan Sweet. So thanks for the props <laughs> for that, mate. But Sam Naismith, he's played really good VFL footy the last couple of years with Port Melbourne in the VFL. Uh, thoroughly deserves his chance back at the big time. He will be behind um, Nan Curvis. They did play at Sydney together once upon a time too, so there's a, a bit of chemistry there already. So... Um, I dare say he's probably third in um, the ruck duel there. There's that tall, skinny guy, I forget his name, from Richmond that is... Um, uh, Samson he, Ryan. He, Samson Ryan. He played there last year. He'll he'll probably be the backup ruckman to start with since yep. Saldo's gone to Port Adelaide. Mm-hmm. Forwards. So yeah, I'm yeah. Pro- I'm probably <laughs> a little light on with my forwards here. I think everyone is. Yeah, but I yeah. do have a spare 160k in the bank, so I do have a little bit of wiggle room. Uh, mm-hmm. So I've got Sam Flanders starting at my number one forward spot. Mm-hmm. Jordan, who's come across mm-hmm. from Melbourne to Sydney. Billings, really like this pick. For all reports, yeah. he's going to play half back at Melbourne. Oh. What, on the other yes. side of Salem? On the other side of Salem, yep. So there'll be Billings, there'll be Brayshaw. I think yeah. Brayshaw will actually push up into the middle because no, because the midfield. <laughs> I think that that depends on if Clary plays or not because it's going to be Viney, um, yeah, and Petraka, Viney, and Petraka, Viney, Petraka, Brayshaw. I think there's bigger health concerns for Oliver right so now. Yep. I um, I, and I think they need to take a health first approach with him, regardless of how good a footy player he is. So I, I anticipate Billings having a bounce back season there at mm-hmm. Melbourne. Harley Reid, he's he's a superstar. Yep. I've spoken about him on previous podcasts. I'm not going to continue to blow his trumpet. Uh, Dersma, he's he's unreal. I anticipate this is going to be the breakout year for Sam Darcy. This is his third okay. year in the big time. He's had yeah. a couple of pre-seasons into him now. He's played some VFL footy. He's had a taste of AFL level. He's looked good without being a big shining light in the AFL. Mm -hmm. Do I think he'll be a keeper? No. But if I can get 12 good games out of him to start the year, kind of like a Yugel Hagen, start the year off well, will potentially fade because it takes 
younger bigs a little bit longer to acclimatise to a full 22-24 game season. But if I can get my 250 to 300,000 out of him, I'll be happy. And then I've got Dawson from North, dual eligibility for Defender, and Nick Watson. So I picked up the little pocket rocket purely because Hawthorne are going to go youth. They've got some inside grunt with Connor Nash. They've got John Newcomb. This guy uses the ball really well, and he's ultra fast. He's like a Caleb Daniel, but faster. So that's the reason why he's there. No, absolutely great. I when I see Nick Watson, I see Cody Waitman with better like goal kicking skills. That's how yeah. I see him. He's got a beautiful ability to put his body in the right place at the right time, and he knows how to use it. So, um, yeah, I like Watson. I think he's going to get the. I think he's going to be the starting small forward as well. There, um, Dawson. I like that. That's the one that I'm waiting on as well because if he pulls out a great preseason, there is a chance that he could be, you know, down back for North and they actually give him a red or crack because he's a bloody good intercept player. Mm -hmm. Um, He showed that and he, it's just going to be whether he can um, be able to man up and size up against the bigger full forwards because North need that bigger body down back. So um, I don't mind that. Um, My, my only thing is, I also have the same thoughts as you with Sam Darcy, but mm-hmm. I have a big concern of where does he play? Because he's obviously a tall forward, maybe tall back, but a ruck as well. He's not beating out English. He's not beating out Norton, who they've just given 10 years, 10 mil to. He's not beating out Jamara Eugle Hagen. The only place I can see him being able to play is taking over Alex Keith at full back and then moving Alex Keith maybe up to half back. But yeah, that's the, that's the only way I see him cracking into this side because they've tried the three tall forwards. It doesn't work. They've tried. That's why Lob sucks and he's a cone, but I don't know. That's just my thoughts. I, I want to see how it works, but if there's an opening, I'm yeah, I'm, I'm with you to have that swing on Darcy, but I'm just a bit worried about it at this time. Oh. I love that you you've brought that up because I am very Thanks. confident that they're going they're going to fade Keith and they're going to use Darcy in that role. Yeah, that's the only place I can see it as being yeah. the key back. So, and he has put on size too. If you've noticed, too, he's, he's a big boy. Yeah, he is. He's obviously tall, but he was very skinny when he came in. But geez, he looks yeah. like he's put on some size. Yeah, and I've actually done a little bit of digging. His old okay. man made his biggest jump from his second to his third season when he was playing AFL footy. Interesting. It's in the genetics. Mm. It must be so. That's another reason why I've gone <laughs> him as well. Yep. Thanks to old man Luke yep. Darcy for being a half-decent AFL player. Anyway, well, maybe we move on. Maybe he be a half-decent commentator. Yeah. Come on, <laughs> mate. So uh, we're going to get stuck in our buy preview now, which is brought to you by mm. Bonus Bank. Our sponsor, Bonus Bank, is Australia's number one match betting site. Match betting is Australia's most profitable side hustle. Make a risk-free and tax-free income each week. With the help of bonus bank tutorials and tools, you can find the edges like enhanced odds, sign-up bonuses, and money-back guarantees today. It is free to join and make your first 75 bucks. For less than mm. 2 bucks a day, you can upgrade to premium co- Sorry, you can upgrade to a premium account and unlock 12 courses that cover all aspects of match betting and advanced promo strategies. Best thing is 
If you use the promo code INSIGHT, you'll get 25% off your first month of any premium subscription. On average, bonus bank members are making 2.5K in the first two months. It is low risk, risk-free if you follow the tutorials. So use the promo code INSIGHT to get your premium bonus bank account today. So what we've got on the screen here, ladies and gentlemen, is the buy rounds. So as we can see, round zero and... To whoever created round zero, fuck you. It is the worst invention known to man. Anyway, round zero. Crows, Dons, Frio, Geelong, Hawks, Kangas, Port, St Kilda, West Coast, and Doggies all on the buy. So you've effectively got Brisbane, Carlton, GWS, uh, Gold Coast Suns, Collingwood, Swans, Richmond, and Melbourne all playing round zero. So those players in the super coach world, their points do not count mm-hmm. towards your overall score, but their points do count when we're talking about price increases. How funny is that? Oh, Mick, it's got me absolutely stuffed on how, first of all, AFL, come on. I understand why you did it. Good marketing, but you this is a big swing for them. If if people don't rock up to these games, <laughs> then they look like dickheads. So, mm-hmm. but I don't get why round zero is not counted. That just means that if we pick up a Brisbane, Carlton, Gold Coast, Giants, Collingwood, Sydney, Melbourne, and Richmond player, then we have one less game for the year of those players because everyone mm-hmm. gets two buys. Um, because the buy rounds obviously come later on in 12, 13, 14, and 15. So they have a they have one less game of scoring than everybody else. Yep. Which is interesting when we think about that. Because are we really going to, you know, are we going to lean that hard on, you know, these iffy uh iffy players? Um, like for me personally, like I have Salem in my team at the moment. Now I'm thinking, okay, I might fade him because there's an extra game loss, which, you know, if he doesn't make up that cash, then I'm stuffed. Do I want mm-hmm. to go more of a secure route? A route? Route, Jesus. Secure route? Or do I want to go like a safer route where I can find someone else around that price where I can, you know, try and make the money off of it in that way? So, mm-hmm. yeah, this, I don't understand it. Like, mm. why? If if every, if every everyone... Know plays the same amount of games, then we should be including round zero into our super coach scores, no? That should be round one. Correct. How funny is it going to look that you've got four premiership points with zero games played? That is actually true. Holy shit. I didn't even think about that. That's actually gonna be yeah. I don't I think I don't think they've done that well. They should have just literally no. called that round one and then just extended another round on the end. Should have yeah. what is it, twenty so, four how many rounds do we play? Twenty three? 23. Well, heaps, yeah. So I, You can now, never now have enough footy, mate. Don't you say no. that we have played too many oh, rounds. We don't play enough I love, rounds. I love football. No buys. Well, football. So round mm-hmm. two, let's say that that is the – because there will be three games, three weeks of games played by then, right? The only teams that would have played three games by round two when the first threshold comes in would be Gold Coast – GWS, Collingwood, Sydney, Melbourne, Richmond. They're the teams that will get the first. At the end of round two, 
the prices mm-hmm. will rise there because they would have played three games. Everyone else yeah, would have played it. two by then. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it there. Yeah. So, so really we're just teams, looking at yeah. everyone outside of Collingwood, Sydney, Richmond, and Melbourne and Gold are getting price. Yeah, are getting price rises in round what four? Make it easy on us, AFL. Come on. Unbelievable. And get this right. So rounds two, three, five, and six, where we can see that there's teams on two teams that have buys during these rounds. It is the best 18 score, regardless of where you've got them. Oh, Jesus. And something hot off the press that we've only just found out in the last couple of hours Mm. is that there is going to be extra trades this year. Mm. Later this month, the super coach community are going to be alerted or informed that there will be extra trades this year due to the extra buys that are going on. How many that is, I'm not sure. But we anticipate here at the Insight Fantasy Sports team to be between two and four. Mm. What do you think? Yeah, no, I've, uh, yeah, I got, uh, I am also part of Insight, so I got the same mail as you. So, yeah, about two and four. But if they went any higher than four, I'd be shocked because mm. we got, what did we get? We got four last year, didn't we? For the buy round. I think we had correct? four extra. Yeah. 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 We got, so we could I, trade. I would, yeah. Yeah. So I would, I would say it would be either an extra three or four. I wouldn't say they'd go any higher than that. That's that's good. It, it just depends. Like, what do we do to start our teams though? Like, obviously we get the price rise early for you know those six teams. Do we favour those teams with the players that we think are like you know the rookies that we want to take? But if they don't get the game, then we kind of stuffed as well. So it it's kind of mm. because. When you look at it as well, none of those eight team, uh, those six teams, sorry, really have amazing rookies that um, can make us coins straight off. Like maybe besides old Jordan from Sydney is one. He could definitely mm-hmm. make us some coins straight up. Um, Melbourne, I mean, shit, do we really think Caleb Windsor, the number seventh pick, is going to be able to crack into that Melbourne side straight up and play three games straight away? I'm not sure unless there's something wrong with Clary. He may be able to push him, but either mm-hmm. way, he's a winger. So they've got Hunter and Langdon. <laughs> unless we see an injury to one of those two, I don't think so. Um, maybe, see, this is where I've got Phoenix Gothard. That could be one of the ones right there. Do we, do we, um, what's the big bastard that um, Suns took? Jed. Um, Walter. Walter. Do we maybe have a look at Jed Walter in the forward line? I mean, I'm pretty certain he is going to be the starting centre half forward for the Suns. Um, maybe he's getting going to get an uptick just because they do get that price rise in the first three, and then we can maybe think about shipping him off if maybe. What are your thoughts? The more I think about it, the more I feel that it's more important this year than previous years to nail your rookie picks or your bargain yeah. price picks because regardless of whether you want to try and play the game of picking rookies from teams that are going to make money quicker, you may fall into the trap of picking the wrong ones. So if you're picking the rookies that are mm. scoring and 
make and making you money at the same time, you may not be burning trades just for the hell of burning trades. It could be a, a smart move to go against the popular decision in that mm. getting rookies from these six teams that may not make you as much money as, say, we'll throw out, geez, who, who can we, Harry DeMartia from Collingwood, yeah, DeMartia, right? yeah. Yeah, he, he might play, he might not. If he does play, I can't see him having a substantial role. He might score, mm-hmm. say he averages 50, right? He yep. may have a price increase, like a negative break even. He may increase 30, 40K in his first price rise versus mm-hmm. someone like Nick Watson from Hawthorne. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a little bit extra, but if he's in that outside role with Connor Nash and John Newcomb and that inside and getting a lot of outside run and carry and hitting up your forwards, using the ball well by foot, getting the scoring assists. Uh, it's the same as Riley Stan- Sanders from Western Bulldogs. Mm. Yep. They could be more damaging by foot, make you more money in the long run, but get you better scores in the interim. So yeah, for, for all this information and the way we're going to go, join our Discord. We'll have it down below mm. when this episode does premiere out to you. So you can chat to Skiddy and I and work out what we're going to do. We'll be putting in the research for you guys at home. We'll be we'll be studying day and night to make sure we get this right. So yeah. make sure you you join join the um join the Discord. Click on the AFL link. We'll be in there. There's plenty of other sports, BBL, MBL, NBA, NRL, you name it, we are there. Yes, we are. Guys and girls, before we leave, have you got anything else to add before we wrap this one up, mate? No, mate, been an absolute pleasure talking a bit of AFL. Um, been absolutely loving back um, talking AFL, and I get to talk about it with you every single week. So get used to our heads. Um, I'm sure everyone is absolutely clapping, jumping for joy in the comments. You know, I I could just hear it. You know, BT and JB are going absolutely off in the commentary booth. They're stoked to be having Skitty and the big horse on every single week. So. No, it's going to be a fantastic year, mate. Cannot wait to uh, for the round one to start. Well, we got sixty days, so just uh, over mate, sixty days. Sensational, yeah. yeah, mate. It's going to be sensational. So I very much appreciate it uh, for you letting me step into the driver's seat. I'm finally, I'm not the sub anymore, boys. I've been activated. I'm ready to go. I'm in the starting lineup. The the vest, Where, uh, the vest is off. Yeah, <laughs> but for, yeah, for those of you at home, be sure to like and subscribe to our channel as we've got plenty of AFL content coming your way prior to round one. Skitty, it has been an absolute pleasure. But for those of you at home and listening on all good audio platforms, this has been another episode of the Insight Fantasy Sports AFL Network. We'll catch you next time. See ya. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 